the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, this is Ian Austin, um, and this is Friday Night Fright. Today's episode is going to be on Paranormal Activity, the Ghost Dimension New Extended Cut. So it's going to be a review of that and a little short little surmise of my feelings towards Paranormal Activity in general. As well as a little taste of what to expect from the rest of Season 2. Uh, just an announcement in case you guys didn't remember or I didn't say, I'm not sure which. Shadow Mania starts on 1st of May and will be an episode a day, mini episode about 10 minutes or so long. Just covering my thoughts on a different movie from the Shudder Horror Movie streaming app. Um, so it'll be 31 episodes throughout May. And then season 2 will pick up from when that leaves off. So I think it's 5th of June or something like that. Season 2 will commence. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'll be a fun little experiment. But today's Paranormal Activity Ghost Dimension Extended Cut, aka Paranormal Activity 6. It was going to be a commentary, but unfortunately I've run out of time. So I'm just going to watch them, and in future hasn't. So I'm just going to watch a movie and give some thoughts afterwards, a review of movie, little mini recap. And at the same time, or just after that even, I'll do a Paranormal Activity retrospective. And then I'll do a little bit about what to expect from the rest of season two, which will pick up in June. So just after the obligatory sponsor section, I'll be back. So, I've just finished um, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, and from here on, it's going to be spoilers, okay? Um, so, well, from net, from one minute onwards, there's going to be spoilers for this review. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, that's fine. Uh, I can give my base summarise of the movie. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a really bad, even by Paranormal Activity standards, this was really, really awful. Um... I don't really know what is non-spoilery to say about it, really. But it was not very good at all. doesn't make any sense. Um, bunch of weird stuff thrown together with no real structure to it. Characters as dumb as ever. Plot doesn't make any sense. Relying on crutch of found footage, as they always do. And generally not a very good movie so i definitely don't recommend if all you want to review you can stop um listening now <laughs> um yeah just stop listening now and you know save yourself 25 minutes 30 minutes whatever it is but if you want to listen to spoilers they're going to come up in just a few seconds just need to have some crap that kind of first right so yeah um Paranormal Activity 6, uh, how can I describe the plot, um, such as it is plot, um, essentially to the plot of the movie is they want to bring Toby to life, I guess, um, apparently Toby wants a human body, uh, his his entire demon arming all of that was just so he could get a demon a human body a vessel of some kind. I I I guess I don't really understand what 
the fuck was going on with that. I don't really know why that how that factors into his plan. I don't know why he'd want a human body because in theory, if he had a human body, wouldn't he just be killable? I mean, few times seeing see him in this movie, he's literally a giant demonic ball of black energy, black oily energy. So I don't know why he's want to trade that for a human body unless. <laughs> So unless he wants to be a real boy, and this is a parable of Pinocchio or something, where like the demon wants to be a real boy, and he can't become a real boy if he sets up a, a army of orphans, and if the right child is born at the right time, but there's like half a dozen kids at this point who may or may not be ghosts. I I don't really know what to say about that. Um, this was. In theory, tying the entire franchise together in terms of plot and all of that, but it really didn't do a particularly encouraging job because I have absolutely no idea what the fuck is going on. Um, yeah, so obviously it's a new family in this one. A little kid named Layla, not not the song Layla. This is an E I instead of A Y. And she essentially is being haunted by Toby, which apparently is not his real name, um, as we've learned via a priest. Um, never find out what his name is. I'm going to call him Toby because that's easier. Apparently it's Toby with an I instead of a Y, which I don't think that's true based on subtitles from previous movies, but whatever. Um, adding to the ludicrousness of paranormal activity, um, the Mart ones, apparently now there's not just time-travelling doors, there's time-travelling walls, um, which when you rip wallpaper off, after you write arcane language, you can travel through the wall to go back to time, back in time, because that's partly what we'll find out Toby's plot is to go back to 1992, I don't know why 1992, but apparently Hunter's there, Although it looks different to the last movie. I don't know why he wouldn't just go back to 1988. Um, I don't really understand anything about this movie. I should be honest. I'm, I should be honest. I'm really tired and this movie hasn't helped. I was up to four, three o'clock watching the Avengers Endgame. Which is a masterpiece compared to this. Um... Yeah, so it's more people running around with cameras, recording stuff using cameras and, you know, general camera tomfoolery, but not in a very entertaining way. They really should strap that gimmick ages ago. Uh, what else can I really say about this movie? Um, other than I really didn't make any goddamn sense. Um, I, I, I mean, it got 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb, so... And this was the extended cut, but I, for the life of me, I have no idea what extra footage was in it compared to the original version. And I'm not going back and check because it was torturous enough hour and 37 minutes. I mean, just, uh, again, like, the marked ones introduced time travel and... I, I don't know, Toby, again, I don't know what Toby's plot was. It just baffles me, like, what was his end game? It... It seems like it was be a real boy, but again, why? Why is that his plot? What's that to do with anything? And how have we gone from a quaint first movie in Paranormal Activity, which, okay, wasn't good, but was kind of, kind of tense, kind of slightly original, I guess, like, found footage, ghost story, demons and shit, 
how have we gone from that, which was about what you don't see, and you're always playing tricks on you, to this, where literally they have cameras which can record ghosts and demons and show that Toby is a six-foot tall ball of black oil and energy, like he's on Lost or something. How do we get this far? The real answer, of course, is the fact that they had no structure, they had no script, they had no overarching plot except for Toby, which Toby with a Y, Toby with an I. And now here we are with a movie that doesn't really make any sense as a standalone entry or as a wider-reaching entry. And also, in theory, apparently this movie's set at Christmas, but that, that just seems weird. They don't make that much of it. You think they'd make more of Christmas if they're going to do that? And plus, like, this entry seems to have kept the franchise because they're not doing it anymore. I suppose the other question to ask is, right, so Toby... Say Toby's plan was to want to be human and go back to 1992. Fine, you know, you can't play Nez and Snez and all of that. That's great, that's genius. But what's he going to do after 1992? Is he hang around in 1992 until present day? Does the coven not you know, take orders from him because he doesn't seem to be doing much in present day. Is it a case of he doesn't want to interfere with the timeline? Like, he's going to lie low to after the events of this movie? I Maybe? Like, but that'd be 23 years of lying low. That seems like a long time for Toby. The other thing is, these two, the main couple in this movie, Emily and Richard, I think, they they buy a house from Katie, right? You of you remember Katie? She's a psych, she's a possessed woman from the other movies who sometimes isn't possessed, sometimes is, and sometimes works as a real estate agent, I guess. Where they buy a house from her and a real estate company, but real estate companies never heard of her. So how would contracts approved? Because Katie, they would have had been signed. So the real estate agency just think oh these two are making a spec bid on house without seeing it that's fine did mike and richard and emily not wonder why no one from real estate agency had you know responded to their emails or anything it's just so stupid it's like they they try and create this idea that they were given this house that they were tricked in buying it but that's not how it works because, like, you'd have to do a whole bunch of contract signing and payments and things like that and deposits and whatnot. You can't just buy... You can't just, like, buy a house from a random person. Like, like a possessed demon entity. You can't do that. That's not how it works. What a bunch of bollocks. The acting, I... It's bad. Um, as always. Because if not... There's no scripts, they're just telling these actors to just... They figure out on Deng. It's not like they're improvising off a specific material. They're just doing improvising shit. The poor little kid's the one I feel most bad for because there's times when she's really struggling. And I can't blame her for not being the best actress because this is... um, (sighs) This is not a movie for actors in general, especially not when you're a kid who's probably never acted before. And he's basically said, you're just going to have to improvise some stuff because we don't have anything except the walls. You can travel back to 1992 and these walls. And then then the the videos, the the bat story that Emily and Richard watch. 
um, of the other movies, which just makes my brain hurt because they try and present that Christie can like Christie on videos she's from Paranormal Activity nineteen eighty eight and Paranormal Activity two. They tried to establish that she can see through time and seeing that, that she's being watched. And I at that point, you're like, if that was there, like, that doesn't make any sense on so many different levels, but especially level where you're wondering, if you knew this, if you knew that, why, like, I, the whole thing falls apart because Toby's plan doesn't again makes no sense. Like, there, there's a new lead of the witches, um, a man named Kent. Um, you can change the E to you, and you'll find out what I think about that character. And Grandma Lois, and it's just they send more and more shit to the wall, and none, none of it sticks. It's throwing it at the wall, and it's not sticking. It's just creating mess on the floor, and there's shit everywhere. The the ghost cameras that record footage of Toby, uh, just the whole thing's so convenient, and their big idea of oh we we'll, we'll end the series by showing what Toby looks like, just makes it look even worse because when they show what Toby looks like and how he attacks people and things like that, it makes the other movies even worse because the one thing they had was you don't know what Toby looks like. So there's a bit of your imagination running wild there. Is he a little boy? Because in the fourth one, it seemed like he was tiny. Um, but in this one, he's a giant slug monster. Oh, <laughs> Um, it, whole thing behind first panel activity being successful was it was low budget. It was playing with your sense of what you saw, think you saw and what you actually saw. And this one's sort of like, we'll show you everything. CGI that motherfucker. CGI that shit. And it's so baffling because your profit margin on first one was so high because budget was so low when you literally have a CGI all monster that looks shit. And fucking time travelling portals and bollocks and fucking flashbacks from 1988. Of course it's going to be an expensive movie. Just waste of money. Like, what sort of bullshit is this? But fundamentally, it falls down from the same floor as every paranormal activity movie has, which is the script. There isn't a script. You know, it's just people making shit up on dang. It never works. It's always boring. It's always poorly conceived. It's always boringly shot. Because, again, they have commits this found footage nonsense, which restricts what they can do. Because all these characters have to pick up cameras. Like, they're actual morons. And piss about fucking video cameras when they should be running for their lives. You know? And there's the bullshit about priests going, oh, you, you can't leave because if you leave, the, the demon will go with you. It's like, well, clearly no. Clearly that's not how it works because they do leave. The demon doesn't go with you, but the kid wants to be one for the demon and go back to 992. It just raises more questions like, why, why did... Why was Toby trying to make an army? Why was he trying to make a present-day army when he... Was he trying to get kids to go back in time? Is he changing the timeline? Has the timeline changed? Are we now in the timeline? Because the tapes seem to indicate it's a closed loop and what happened, happened. But then this kind of contradicts that. Because, how again, how can you have two Tobys? You know, unless you've got multiverse set up. 
I know it's not a lot. It's not going to be a long this episode, guys, because I'm knackered. But this was just awful. Like I bet I barely concentrate. I mean, I'll scrape by fifteen minutes of this review, and then I'll do a rant about how bad series is in general. But wow, what an awful movie! Just, just staggeringly, badly conceived. What? Well, so many bad movies. And in some ways, I'm glad I didn't have to do a super long episode today because, I mean, Shadowmania's coming up, and that's, you know, that's, judging by what I've watched so far, that might not be a ringing success I was hoping for. But yeah, so there's Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, Extended Cut, a movie I own on um, Amazon Instant, and I regret tremendously not owning that. Don't recommend. Glad I'm finished watching these movies. And I'll be back in a few seconds with the Paranormal Activity Retrospective. So, Paranormal Activity is a whole then. Did this franchise succeed where other franchises failed? No, this this did not succeed in any possible way. Look, I'm no, I don't claim being expert. I have two degrees in, I have a degree in television cinema studies and a BA in that, and masters in advanced script writing. I don't claim being expert. I'm just a guy who makes podcasts. So anything I say can you know be treated however way you want. If you want to treat my opinions reverential, that's fine. If you don't, that's also fine. So, again, I'm no expert, but this franchise did not succeed in any conceivable way I can think of. Maybe monetarily, but then again, it did, because they make six movies. And it suggests, despite this being finale, clearly they meant to make more than this, and they didn't, because um, they shit in bed. They don't seem to understand that what people wanted from movies was that feeling that they had watching Blair Witch where you're scared by the unknown, you're scared because it could go one way, it could go another. It's playing with your perceptions. People fear that more than they fear shitty monsters. It's the same reason Blair Witch Reboot made, has probably made lots of money, I don't know, but and I don't like either of them that much, but I respect the first one because it's trying to do something different, whereas the second one is just a big bunch of noise it's like the same movie remade but by people who don't for that property at least have the patience or conviction to do less is more you know they try and do more is more and that's what this movie and that's what his franchise has increasingly done and i'm not a huge fan of paranormal activity i'm not i don't think it's that good i think it's a bit of a mess of a movie but i think it has an attempt at artistic integrity routine that the rest of the franchise doesn't and I think there's a reason for the success of the original one because it tapped into primal fear that people have you know it's sort of like your house is under attack by something you can't see you can't fight you can't reason with that's scary when you had ghosts detecting cameras and you can see that Toby is a big eight foot tall sludge of oil like, I mean, I'm sure in some ways that's scary, but in other ways it's like, well, maybe we should just, like, search up how to get oil off, like, swans and shit. 
clean the oil. We clean just clean your off, Toby. But they don't. Um, I, I guess I could be called a hypocrite. Cause I did say I wanted more to happen in movies, but not like this. I think it's quite telling that best of all paranormal activity movies was Tokyo Night, which I mean, granted I don't speak that much Japanese, so maybe, maybe it. The characters in that were first out they appeared. But I really enjoyed that movie. I know I made fun of it a fair bit. But I still really enjoyed that. I thought it was well acted, well directed, well shot, well written, I'm guessing. Intense. You know, it's actually intense. The, the idea of the split screen was an interesting idea. If they have to found footage, do something different. And I liked that. I really liked it. And think fundamentally that's a problem for the other movies. It's cosmetically doing different things, but... At the same time, it's like trying to combine it into a whole rather than just making good ghost stories. I mean, it's you can't fault them. For, you can't fault them. For, clearly, in terms of clearly, they tried, but in some ways, they didn't. You know, it didn't succeed. And I think fundamental problem is the franchise overarts on Toby. And Toby's not particularly iconic. Um, you go for something like, for example, you, I think mentioned this in other reviews, from the 80s, you got Freddy, you got Jason, you got Chucky, you got Freddy. Sorry, Freddy, Jason, Michael, Chucky, Leatherface, Pinhead. And Chucky, I think Chucky, I said already. But these are iconic horror characters. Even Puppmaster, even Reanimator, I guess, in its thing. You know, these are popular horror characters. These are iconics. From 2000s, you've got Jigsaw and Ghostface. Again, iconic. Who the fuck is going to be like... Who's going to be like Toby? Because you can't put that much oil on. Despite what pe- greasers do. So so much oil you can put on. And also... The fact that we don't have any anchors, like... Toby is basically off screen for most of the franchise. Um, Katie is a flat character. Lois is rubbish. So we don't have any like characters, you know, to really connect movies in a good, interesting way. And no Freddy came parody as the series went on. But at least when Friday when Nightmare and Instant movies were awful, you got a bit of laughter, a bit of levity from Freddy. These movies, there's no levity, there's no sense of fun. Because, again, they don't have scripts. They just have people improvising. And then they'll just combine all the improvisations together into a rough cut. And it doesn't flow. You know, half, these night, half the night scenes could be done in any particular order. It doesn't matter. I think, I mean... I, I almost hesitate to say the question always persists of what would you do differently? Well, have a script for one thing, Jesus Christ. Um, but the other thing is, I mean, at this point, the movies still feel like the first five minutes of an episode of Supernatural. And that's what's annoying because they could have thrown, on, thrown in some ghost hunters or something like that, something a bit different, something few naturals, supernatural's done with ghost faces, using re, the idea of reality TV ghost hunters versus actual ghost hunters. But they don't do that. And I know some people we think, why well, could criticise them for doing too much goofy shit when they should have paired back? You can, but there's a good middle ground and this movie doesn't hit that. I I think, again, the overarching plot, 
like of the demon army and Toby won't go back night night two and time travelling doors. It's just ludicrous. It's not entertaining. There's nothing entertaining about it. There's no one to root for. For example, where's Ali from Paranormal Fifty Two? She shows up in marked ones and that's it. She should have become the main female protagonist of this franchise, but that would have to mean they'd have stopped doing found footage movies, which they could have done any time because found footage gimmick was only useful for the first movie, really only useful for that. The other movies could be away from that. They didn't have to stick to it, but they used it as a marketing tool to hide how creatively bankrupt they were. Yeah, I mean, just... I I don't like fan footage movies in general, but these ones are particularly unpleasant to watch. And I can't imagine I'll be rushing back to them. At some point, I might do some commentaries, might do new com- commentaries for all of them. I think I'd want to do them with people. I don't think I'd sit through those on my own again. So, yeah, that's um, Paranormal Activity, the retrospective. Um, it's going down this movies. I'd probably give Paranormal Activity 1 3 out of 5, maybe. Two, I'd give two out of five. 98, I'd probably give three. Uh, marked Panelman 54, probably two. Um, out of five. Panelman 50, the marked ones, probably, don't know, two out of five. And probably give this one about 1.5 out of five, actually. Because um, I just thought this was the most unlikable bunch of characters they've had so far. Just bunch of actors giving nothing work with trying to make shit work and I just feel bad for them because they're given nothing I wish someone had taken charge of this and said we need to make good horror movies good simple horror movies but they didn't they just made essentially haunted house horror movies that aren't entertaining and also kind of boring so yeah, that's Paranormal Activity Retrospective in bag. Um, I'll be back in a few seconds to give you a heads up on what will be happening in Season 2 when it kicks off again in July. In June, even. Hi again. So what will the rest of Season 2 entail? Well, I'm thinking that when we come back um, with the episodes in June, that I'll try and do some George Romero movies. I think I might try and go through his um, Of The Dead series, um, and by which I mean I would do the original three, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, and then I will go might go back and do the other ones after that. I won't focus on those three first. I would just add that... Those are three of my favourite horror movies of all time. Um, I, I Night, less so. I think Night is a really interesting movie, but it's not one of my... It's not, like, as good as you have to. I think Day... Dawn, sorry. Dawn, probably most fun I've ever had watching a horror movie. It wasn't pieces. And Dev Dead is just a masterpiece. Now, that might... It might be case I do... One week, so I'll do Night for the Living Dead. Might be case I do a different movie after that, so I'll do alternate weeks of dead movies because that might keep things interesting. At some point, I'm going to be recapping Pieces, which is I love it, it's such a bizarre movie. If you haven't heard about it, don't read up on it, wait for my comments on it because it's a brilliantly weird movie. Well, I might even do that first, I don't know, it's just 
I'm taking a month off from doing the week see weekly episodes anyway, get my head straight. Um and then what more have we got coming up season two? Maybe Scream at some point? Um maybe other stuff. A few more bonus episodes. At some point I'll do a Friday Night Friday. It's not that bad. I'll do another one of those. Um What on? That's a good question. Maybe Event Horizon? Who knows? And of course, coming up late this year, we've got IOT, it's Halloween 2, and a Christmas, a Nightmare on Christmas Eve, or whatever it's called last year. And then I'll get back to comic books at some point, but just to throw a little bit of cheer in there. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast, as usual. Very much appreciated. 60 plus episodes now game going for 100 um and yeah if you want to catch us on catch the podcast on twitter you can find us at at fright night fright on twitter the podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms friday night fright and yeah and to shudder mania this is in austin saying remember life is beautiful <laughs>